0: director for candle wishes in Phoenix Arizona my name is Jenny Williams I'm the founder and executive director of the candle wishes foundation I just really felt this burden come over me for these kids children mean a lot Um, you never want a child to grow up feeling like they're not loved God put this on my heart to want to give these children happy birthdays. This foundation just touched my heart, so I knew that this was something that I needed to do. Okay y'all, I'm not going to ugly cry, this is terrible. There was a time in our life where we struggled. Um, There was a time in our life where we lived paycheck to paycheck. One time when we first moved down to Phoenix, a friend of ours, even at Christmas time, paid for my son to have a picture. paid to have a picture of our son sitting on Santa's lap and I couldn't afford it because we had just moved across the country. And so that's always stuck with me. If you would love to sponsor a child, if you would like to throw a birthday party, if you would like to just volunteer, we need your help. Reach out to us so that we can connect and um, and make our community a better place.
1: Hey, good morning. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host. And you guys are the very first people on the planet to see that new video that we put together for Dr. Christy Morgan and Candle Wishes. So make sure you go follow their Facebook page. She is absolutely amazing. She was on the show last week. She's amazing. So anyway, without any more about that, I want to tell you that I have an amazing guest on today. I have Lisa Patrick on. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ken. Woo! <laughs>
2: Excited to be here.
1: Oh, you're funny. So, so you know, I know you've seen several of um, the episodes on on the show. And um, you know, I, I created this to give back to the world. And you know, I, I've been blessed, and and I want to just help people get unstuck because I truly believe that people hit these walls, these 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 obstacles in life, and and they they get stuck and they can't get past it. And and yeah. you know, I you and I I know you pretty well. We've had a lot of great conversations and. And I know you've hit those walls. <laughs> I know you have, right? So, so have yeah, we all? Right, right. And I think that that you know by sharing our our uh, stories, it, it helps other people. It it really does. So, yeah. so let's start with, um, you know, tell everybody where you were born and raised.
2: So I was born in a little small town. So I'm Canadian for all the you guys out there who aren't. So I'm Canadian, so I'm really nice, so I'm told. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are.
2: Uh, so I, thank you. Well, I was born and raised in a small little town in Wilkie, Saskatchewan. Um, as in, and I am the only child of an entrepreneurial set of parents. So my dad had a farm. My mom and dad had a farm, so I was raised on a farm. So being an only child and the girl... Guess who got to ride in the tractor and pick rocks and do all those wonderful things that farm girls get to do? Right. That's where I learned work ethic, no question down. And uh, my dad, so in the, when the, when there was no farming in the uh, in the summer, in the winter he ran the actual driver education program. So in Saskatchewan, your driver education as a as a kid is actually part of the school curriculum, and so he ran that in the winter time and you know make money in the winter. And yeah, so that's where I was born and raised.
1: Wow! So, uh, do you know how many Canadian guests I've had on this show? I mean, it's Probably a you. lot. I've had a lot, and and uh, there's not one up one of you that, that I uh, like. Catherine pont uh, Pon Ends is on here. Sawyer Lozelle, like they're <laughs> they're putting up Canadian I got flags. It. <laughs> some of your fellow so I now live in what's that
2: so i now live in alberta though i don't live in in saskatchewan anymore right. i live in alberta i moved out here in 91 and i never went back other than to visit family obviously but
1: yes yeah, so that's awesome love canada yeah and you know i've never been to canada i think i've told you that before is that insane? I don't know that you've told me that before. Yeah, I've yeah. never been to Canada. You're missing out. And I live like three and a half hours from Toronto, I think, I think, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we're, we're not far.
2: Well, but you're not far. West, Western and Eastern Canada look very different.
1: That's that's It's totally like hard.
2: different climate, different everything. Yeah. But both equally as beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. gotta make the trek up there, definitely. So um so that it's like America's hat, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. And no, we
2: don't live in igloos. We that don't live in so,
1: igloos and oh, so not funny. winter
2: all year round and we don't walk around in snowshoes and all those wonderful <laughs> things that some people think that we do.
1: Oh yeah, I've got I've got a lot of people from Canada on the stream right now. It's so funny. But anyway, so <laughs> So <laughs> So um so you grew up on a farm. You were a farm a farm girl. Um that's why you and my wife get along so well. She's a farm girl. Um you know like So so as you were growing up and and I know that it you know college is is different and it's it's a little bit different. It's it's college and university or something like that, right? Two yeah. different things, yeah. but did you end up yep. going to college or, or university? I did.
2: So, yeah, uh, as, a, as a little girl. So my dad was an RCMP before he was a farmer. And I don't know if it was because he was the RCMP or if it's just my nature of who I am.
1: What is but that? But
2: I've since the time, uh, Royal Canadian Mountain Police.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah,
2: he was a cop. He was a cop. So and I don't know I like I never ever remember be wanting to be anything but a police officer. My entire life as a kid. Everybody said, What do you want to be? I'm gonna be a cop. I'm gonna be undercover drug cop. That's what I wanna do and that's all I ever thought about. So when I graduated from high school and I went to uh, a year of university which I called bar 101 because I truly didn't go to university I attended classes every now and then <laughs> uh, I realized that university was not my structure that I uh, wanted to go into law enforcement so I went and got my law enforcement degree Wow! and uh, when I yeah so when I got out I worked in uh, sex crimes for six months for the city of Edmonton and said nope it's not for me and the money was not all that great uh, so then I started a private investigation firm. I actually went and worked for a private investigator for six months, said this is BS. I can do this better, I'm going to go do it on my own and I've never went back working for anybody since and that was when I was like 22 years old.
1: Wow so there's something new i i had like did you know that like I, all of my friends not all but a lot of my friends are in in uh, drug enforcement here in in ohio like like no I, I didn't know that i built the website for and maintained for the ohio narcotics officers association for years in fact i i have a wow. little little deputy sheriff challenge coin so so, so yeah, all of my, like my best friend is a sergeant with the, the sheriff's office. But so, so, um, so, okay. So uh, now my mind is, cause I know what you do now. We have. Hey
2: everybody. Just, I made Ken speechless. I know, that never like, happens. Wait,
1: wait, it's like, wait a minute. So, so you're a cop. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, I, I know. I, no, I, I was. Know. A, I was a private investigator. I, I know. I'm. I'm teasing. So you've got this, but you have this like law enforcement education and background and. And um, investigation yeah. background, I couldn't even imagine working in the 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 sex crimes. Yeah. Oh God, I couldn't take it. I, I'd be in jail because I'd start yeah. shooting people. So so um, so you you got into this private investigation firm. You were there. You said six months went and then went and started your own. And how how did that yeah. go?
2: Awesome. It was, you know, it was my first real try at entrepreneurship. Uh, I was very successful at it. Um, the reason that I exited is because I had ma- got married and had twins and you can't, I couldn't run the company and have twins and jump in seats and put wigs on and do all these wonderful things that I was doing when I was out to here. So I, uh, and I didn't want to I had, a, I had an offer for the company, actually, a very lucrative offer, and I didn't want to continue with the company. It was contingent on me. The exit was contingent on me staying with the company. And, uh, yeah, so I didn't take that particular offer, but uh, I did well anyways.
1: Wow. So, so did you say jump in seats and put wigs on? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I did that I mean?
2: had the tickle trunk. Well, I would be like, you know, I'd have to jump out of my driver's seat into my passenger seat with my video camera, the back of my van, or throw a wig on, or all kinds of different creative things. Because I worked in the insurance sector, and I worked in, uh, for, in the lead, like in the, for lawyers with, yeah. with child custody cases. Those were the okay. two lanes. I, I mean, I get calls all the time as a, as a private investigator. I think my husband's cheating on me, or I think my wife's cheating on me. And I'd always say, listen, if you think they probably are like right. I, I, I'm just not going there that was that was that would have been really, really good money. I would have made way more money right um, but it just was something I didn't
1: do. Wow. So I stayed
2: in the insurance and in child custody lanes.
1: So how long did you do that before you were out to here as you said
2: um, <laughs> yeah, it was about four and a half years, five years somewhere around there,
1: okay. Um, and then, so you got married, you had, you had, you had, you said twin girls. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that was probably a walk in the park.
2: (laughs) No, actually it wasn't. We couldn't get pregnant. So I, I had to go through the whole in vitro
1: system to get
2: pregnant. So Mm -hmm. we talk about perseverance. That's for you ladies out there who know what I'm talking about. That's. That's a long haul, but we got it. We first try and we got our daughters and woo! And wow. cost us a few bucks, but that's the way it goes.
1: That's incredible. My brother has twin girls, and and his wife is a twin, a identical. They have they have oh, wow. identical twin girls, and and wow. and his wife is an identical twin as well. It's crazy. I think the odds of that are like ridiculously low. Yeah. So I would um, think so. I would. Yeah. But so, okay. So you have, um, so at this point you, you had twin daughters. You'd been a a PI for five or six years. Um, You're a college graduate or university grad? Both. Yeah. So I went to
2: university as well. Yeah. Um, When I graduated from law enforcement, I thought, okay, I, I, I don't want to be a cop now what I want to be. So what does everybody do? They go to university to find themselves. Yeah. So I thought I would be in the psychology. So I took a psychology with a sociology and I knew that if I wanted to make money cuz yeah. everything was always about money and passion, truly yeah. both. And they go hand in hand. Um I'd have to get my PhD and I have like and I, and I wasn't going to do that. Yeah. So uh and I was PI yeah. at the time. So naturally that just made
1: sense. Right. So that's what I did. Right. Wow. So, okay. You went, so you ended up in, um, with, with twin girls, you sold the, did you sell the business before they were born? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So you had these, these beautiful twin girls and, um, how did life go from there? <laughs> it was exhausting. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: It was exhausting. Yeah. So the first six months I really don't remember much. Um and they only started sleeping through the night when they were about two and a half or three years old. Uh. So yeah, it was crazy. Uh, not gonna lie, so sleep deprivation. And I don't think I ever truly, I don't sleep anymore in all honesty. Like, I'm up at four in the morning, five, everybody laughs at me because, oh, you know, don't, don't phone Lisa at, at one thirty in the morning, but you can phone her at four because she'll be up. Wow. So right. I have really early mornings. But I love the mornings. To me, that's right. the place when my, my thoughts are the most clearest and I can, I can be very productive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah. So I was very tired. Let's put it that way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. I I can more than imagine. I've been there with my uh, with my brother's twin girls. It was it was insane. So um, so with so at this point, did you and you were so you were a stay at home mom then? Is that what? What yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
2: my husband, um, is, is a consultant in the oil and gas industry. So he's gone a, a great deal of time. Like, okay. and back then he was gone, like, he'd be gone three, four months at a time. So I was a married single mother, really is what I was. And, uh, but my passion to keep my brain going was always in the back. So, um, in year three, I think they were about three or four years old. So about 2008, 2007 actually, I started an interior decorating comedy because I wanted to do something. I wanted to get out of the house. I wanted to socialize uh, and I knew I would never make big money at it. It wasn't a company that I was gonna grow to this grand scale and sell for billions of dollars. It was just something that fed my mind and kept me fresh in business. And so I did that for a couple years uh, and then my accountant approached me uh, and wanted to know if I wanted to help her go online. And this would have been about 2008 with some bookkeeping tools that she had. Uh, and that's really um, where I started to get my feet wet in online marketing and, you know, this whole passion about bringing products and services to the, you know, e-commerce space at the time.
1: Wow, so so. Somebody just asked if are you still a PI? No. No. <laughs> you gave that up. No. I, well, it
2: sure would be fun now with Facebook and everything else. It would have made my job a lot easier.
1: I mean, right? Yeah. I, I I've said this before. I, I you know I've been around for a long time in in selling and and there was a time when like none of this stuff existed, none, zero, no internet, nothing, no. like no cell phones, and you're no. out trying to figure out how to cold call by actually cold calling, like walking in the business, exactly, like it was crazy, I
2: knocked on a when I, when I first started, that's where I really learned follow up and perseverance, truly, was yeah. when I started my PI company, because I don't know how many no's I got, and every time I get no, I'd get a little bit more excited. Which sounds crazy, but I'd be like, "Okay, that's a challenge. I got to get to the challenge. I got to secure those deals." So I kept hammering on the doors and hammering on them and hammering on them. And you know David Jensen, so you know David calls me the Queen of Persistence. Well, it's because I never give up. Never give up.
1: So uh, let's let me ask you though about the you know. I want to back up a little to where you, you know, you have the the twin girls and you decide to start the interior decorating company. Um, How old were the girls at that point?
2: They would have been about three and a half, four years old by then. So they were, you know, potty trained, starting to sleep through the night. Things were getting a little... I was getting a little less tired, so why not start another business like, right. on your spare well, time?
1: I think that you know, but here's <laughs> the thing: I I know about you. I don't think that you ever do. And you, I don't think you do anything half-assed or 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 part of the way. And and so my question for you is: um, and when even when you started the interior design company, did you have did you have the thought that this is going to be the largest interior design company in the world. No, no,
2: I really didn't. can no, um, what my, my belief was, was this was, this was a way, this was a passion project, if you will, because it was a way to feed my brain to build processes and do other things that are all part of business that included in, because it was a product-based company and I had never been in a product-based company. I'd always been in a service-based company. And so I wanted to figure out how do you do the product side of things. And that's really why I created the interior decorating companies, because then I wanted to learn that lane of business.
1: Gotcha, okay. So it
2: was my educational path. Sure. My commitment to lifelong learning, that was.
1: I got you. Well, so, so, so you did that for how long again?
2: Uh, I probably did it for
1: about four years,
2: roughly. Okay,
1: okay. and that's that's when you had another shift, change?
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so then the shift was, um my accountant had come to me and said, we wanna bring these courses onto online, and I'm yeah. like, e-commerce, and that was okay. Nailed Nailed the store lane, figured that part out. Okay, yeah. now e-commerce, I don't know anything about e-commerce. This is that. So then I'm like, I gotta learn this now. Yes, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. And it allowed me to stay home with the girls because they still weren't going to school,
1: yeah.
2: Um, and my husband was still working out of town yeah. a lot. And so I could sit in front of the computer when the kids were in bed and having their sleep, and you know, morning and at night, and just start to learn. And that's I think the biggest thing for anybody who's watching is you never, ever, ever stop learning. Because the second you stop learning, you're done.
1: Yep. I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. And, and I've seen, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I know, um, some of your accomplishments in, in that space have been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like you, you, uh, well just, just tell everybody what you did, what you created. It's, it's pretty well, phenomenal. So, yeah.
2: I have a company and it's called extra credits and you can find it on Facebook. Uh, And really, it's about bringing world class class experts to educate the world with higher learning opportunities so that they can pursue their dreams and and become lifelong learners and reach your potential. And for those professionals who need continuing education, it's a one stop shop for credits.
1: And, and like you're, you're not talking about just like, hey, take this, uh, take this little, little course. I mean, you've got, Grant Cardone in there teaching stuff, and these are for real college-level credits, like these are for your professional yeah. designation, yeah. literally real credits, <clears throat> right?
2: Absolutely, so yeah, part, part of what the problem is with, with education, and, and I have come to learn that this happens the same in the U.S. as it does in Canada, so you go to university or you go to college and you get a trade or you become an accountant or a doctor or a lawyer, or like your regular designations. And then there are hundreds of thousands of certifications and licenses. What happens is, especially at the university level, is you finish your degree. Now you've got to go out into the world and you've got to become a member of an association that monitors your your ethics and your like your all your skills and everything and then you've got to find a job and then you've got to earn so many hours of training every year. And how do you take all that on? You're fresh out of school. You're brand new. you got to make money. You've got big bills because you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars at university. And so now you've got to continue your training. And so, I recognize that here's the spot where people need a one-stop shop and not with Johnny Sue Su, who says that they're the expert, with the experts specific to soft skill, to business, to entrepreneurship, to sales, to communication. Those things that you universities and colleges, they don't teach you that. Right. And that's what gets you successful in business.
1: Right, right. You still right. got to do
2: the job. I mean, still, I wouldn't want a surgeon... Who could speak really well but couldn't do his job on working on me or my kids, but still, (laughs) you know, we're talking about scalability of different, different educations, right?
1: Yeah. So, you know, who are, who are some of the experts that you have in your, in your system?
2: Sure. So, uh, for coaches, if you've got coaches in your network, I've got, uh, the mother of coaching. She's been coaching longer than anybody on the planet for coaching. She's been on Oprah Winfrey a couple of times. Her name is Dr. Cherie Carter Scott and she's been coined the mother of coaching. So I've got her. There's nobody in the world who coaches better than Cherie, uh, in life coaching space. And of course I said you've got Grant, we've got Grant Cardone. So I'm sure, I know you've got a lot of 10Xers out there that are yeah. big fans. Yeah. And Patricia Fripp, who's a Hall of Fame professional speaker, but she is a speech coach to Fortune 500 companies. So, I mean, like, we, that's that kind of excellence that we yeah. have. They really are the experts. They practice what they preach in their businesses, which is really important for people because when you're looking for that expert and they might not have those accolades but they practice what they preach all the time which makes them really good expert because they're applying what they know to life and to business
1: so so let me ask you as soon as as soon as you decided to do this this system um, grant cardone and patricia fripp and and all these people just called you and said we want in <laughs> No. Oh, man, you're
2: so good
1: no no that's not cool. how it went down
2: no that's not how it went down so I'm going to tell you the story of how it went down so and I'm going to tell you Patricia Fret because she was the pioneer and the trailblazer in my company and in, in my industry because there's really truly I have competitors but yeah. nobody's competing with me at the level of what I'm doing anywhere in right. any industry right so when I was a PI, I was on a board of directors and there was a RCMP gentleman by the name of Dave Rodwell on the board with me. He said, Lisa, and he was a member of CAPS, which is the Canadian version of NSA, which is the National Speakers Association. So he says, come, oh, we're bringing this lady. Her name is Patricia Fripp and she's coming up to Canada and it's, you know, invitation only and she's going to come and talk about public speaking and how to create and deliver powerful presentations. And I looked at him like, are you nuts? I was just in the bar the other night. I had three different wigs on, four different shirts. I'm in the back. I don't want anybody to see me and you want me to go for some kind of public speaking? I guess no. <laughs> right. But, but my dad is on my shoulder saying, Lisa, a missed opportunity is no opportunity so I went
1: uh.
2: and I absolutely was I went home that night and I couldn't sleep all night I had had met her at the time but she came out and and you know there was some pretty there was a couple Olympians in the room and like there was some big people in the room and I sat in the front row and And it was like she had talked to me the entire time I was there, like there was nobody else in the room. I don't know if anybody's ever had that happen to them, but it's like you're so absorbed in what somebody's telling you that you forget about everything else that is happening. And so I never met her, and I left that day, but I made a goal. And my goal was that someday, somehow, I was going to do business with her. I didn't know where it would be or when, but that I was keeping her in my Rolodex at the time, they don't have those things now, but anyways. <laughs> and uh, fast forward many years later, and I'm looking at online courses, and can I get them accredited for continuing education, and what does that look like? And so who did I phone? But Fripp, because I knew Fripp had online courses. Yeah. And so I phoned her and I said, hey Patricia Fripp, this is Lisa Patrick, you don't remember me, but I remember you, you had a profound impact on my life in 2008 and I would just love to have a conversation and I would like to pay it forward and have a profound impact on your life. That literally is what I said. Wow. And if you know Fripp, like the phone 10 minutes later rang and we've been doing business ever since.
1: Okay. Hold on a minute. So, 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 and people don't, people that are watching this right now need to understand that Patricia Fripp is like, she's like, like way up here like she's Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, she's super high level like big time, right? Yeah. And and I want to talk about I want to make a a very um I want to point this out and and I'd like for you to kind of elaborate on it a little bit because you are the queen of follow up. David Jensen, I mean I know you are, right? You're so persistent but that that one email that did not require any persistence there like all it did all, all it was was you you crafted an email sharing what was in your heart
2: yeah wasn't even an email it was a phone call because phone phone i don't sorry
1: see... and it yeah. you were just sharing what was in your heart and yeah. and and that's what and you said, look, you, 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 impacted me. Like you changed my life. And, and that people, people want to hear that. People want to know that they're actually making a difference. And you literally said, Hey, you made a difference here. Right. And that's what got, that's what sucked her in. That's what got her is like, right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think to the fact, you have to remember that when you're making those kind of calls to these people, she's a busy woman.
1: Yeah. Hell she yeah.
2: Everybody's call. And so, um, you have to make sure that when you have these conversations and and the very first cold call, truly, um, and everybody will tell you it has to be about them too. It can't be just about you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really, I'm going to make an impact on you. Now call me back because we've got to have a conversation. And she did. And she is probably one of the most genuine people that I have ever met in business, truly. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I, I cannot say enough about the lady as a person, never mind her business yeah. and, and her, like, and her, like, I i don't know anybody at the age that she is, and I'm not going to say her age, but if you guys look her up, I mean, she can hold Wonder Woman's costume like nobody's business, like, there's no oh. way I'd get in that costume. Like, she's <laughs> just, yeah, she's a force uh. to be recognized all on her own.
1: Well, and and that's just you know, and and I'm not saying she's, just, but like that's one one person in the in, in the whole big picture of what you're doing. There's Tom yeah. Hopkins. I know there's a lot of people yeah. that that you've been, yeah. you know, and, and and so I I guess you know without without going you know a whole lot deeper into to all yeah. of that. I mean, I, I you can go as deep as you want on that, but I I, I want to talk about. Some of the things like, um, you know, I've I've seen you on on a uh, I saw you on a video with our buddy Hank Norman, and and you know some of the things that 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 bring out the the fear. Look, you cannot be an entrepreneur and not experience fear. I just That's listened to a book that was phenomenal. I just finished it. Takes me so long to get through books; it's insane because I've got so much going on. Audible. I—that's what I'm talking about. I—it I, takes me forever. I don't drive <laughs> to work; I walk down the stairs to work. <laughs> yeah. So, so like I, I—it's—it's it's hard to find time to. It just is. But, but so, so. It, but this this book is um, by John David Mann and um, Brandon Webb called Mastering Fear. And holy crap, you know, everybody's like, Always say, and it's an incredible book. He was a Navy SEAL, Brandon Webb was, and John oh, wow. David Mann is co-author with Bob Berg and all the go giver series. Yeah. He's yeah. a phenomenal yeah. guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook and phenomenal guy. But but you know, the in the in the book he's like everybody's always talking about you have to overcome your fears. You have to he's like, That's bullshit. You don't overcome fear. You use fear. Everybody yeah. has fear. And it was, it's just uh, such an impactful book. You will not believe it. It's incredible. So, so I want to talk about some of the fears along the way, because I mean, look, if you're like wearing wigs and hiding out in bars, watching, you know, insurance fraud people or whatever, (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. For a chick to be doing, that's crazy. If I was your husband, I'd be like, no, you're not. Like, no. <laughs> I want you home alive. Like, you're not doing that, okay? Yeah, so, but we gotta
2: understand. Like, yeah, there was fear sometimes in some situations. Right. Um, but I'm also trained to hold my own, right? Like, I'm so, sure. I know. you know, but there's definitely, there's fear of, holy shit, is my video camera? Because at the time... <laughs> My camera was in a handbag or it was like stuck in my lapel underneath because I had it you know I was pretending I was pregnant but really inside the pregnant was my camera system all through my lapel and whatever right and so who I mean everybody watches a pregnant lady walk around like this holding her belly right so really I was holding the camera trying to keep it steady to shoot video and like it was just that was you know now now it would be Oh yeah, like everybody's yeah, right. got to be so easy. But yeah. anyway, um, funny. but it always, the fear, there was always fear, right. it was, but it was a different kind of fear because it required everything was on me. It was a service based industry. So it was me who I had to be accountable. I didn't have to be accountable to anything else, but me and doing my job really well. Mm-hmm. Well, and then of course I had investigators afterwards, but, uh, yeah, so there's, you know, there's always
1: fear in everything you do. So, but what are some of the like? You got into this. So you got out of the 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 PI stuff. You 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 got out of the interior decorating. My God, what <laughs> haven't you done? <laughs> like, I'm just always oh, about the lanes. It's about the lanes. I know. I love it. But like, because I've been uh, like, we're a lot alike. So so you know, what like what are some of the and you don't have to go into detail, but, you know, I know it wasn't as easy as getting a, picking up the phone and calling Patricia Fripp and, and developing a relationship and boom, everything was like, all right, hey, we're good. I'm a multimillionaire now and, and never have to worry about money or anything again. That's not the way it works. And nope. so so tell me about some of the, the things, some of the walls you hit, some of the things that, that you're like, shh. I'm not getting through this. We're going down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it and it does happen because in the biz, in this business, especially an online business, it, it there's a lot of moving parts. And when right. I first started, I didn't have a clue how many on how many moving parts. So my company is fairly young. I started it in 2015, and my probably my biggest hurdle, and Ken, you and I have talked about this, is the marketing. Yeah. That's been the biggest hurdle because I got shammed by a number of marketing experts who said, "I'm the guru. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, for X amount of dollars, this is what's going to happen." And God, if you can't sell Grand Cardone courses and you're the marketer, it's not the it's not the product that's the problem. It's the person that's trying to do it, right?
1: Right. Right.
2: So, um, so probably, in that's the biggest wall until a few days ago was the biggest wall for my company and some things have happened. Nothing I can share right now, but, um, so, you know, and it's the fear of failure. And, you know, you saw, I had a major breakdown on Facebook live. I mean, there was no way that I knew that that was going to happen talking with Hank. Um, but the must just been the right time in the right place. And, and I was be able to be genuine about what was happening in my business at the time. And, you know, fear of failure is huge huge. You know, if I fail at this, then I'm a failure. And all the things that you think about, and I'm not a failure. I mean, I know that to be true. I'm very successful. There's still those fears and and every day. And I don't care if if you are somebody who's making $50,000 in your business, or you're making $50 million. Everybody has that same fear. And I was at an event this past weekend, and there was a young gentleman there. And And he's like, holy man, look at all the people in this room. And he was so afraid to go and talk to anybody. And I'm like, did you go to the bathroom today? He's like, what? I said, did you go to the bathroom today? And I said, I'm being serious. Answer me. Did you go to the bathroom? He's like, yeah. And I said, you sat on the toilet. He's like, yeah. I said, so did everybody else. Everybody shits in the same toilet.
1: Get over
2: (laughs) it. Go talk to them. Like, that's all you got to do is strike a conversation. Yeah. It puts on the same way as you do. Like there's no difference. They just
1: have a bigger bank account. Yep. Doesn't matter. That part doesn't does not matter. You're right. No. Love that. I love that. So so you've you've and and yeah and I that was kind of that thing you did with Hank wasn't that I think that was in a a private group that we're we're in I think or was it was it No, it was live.
2: It Oh, was, live. was it
1: all? Of, oh
2: yeah, no, it, it was, was global. Like,
1: yeah. So, yeah. so so so. And, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to dig too much into that, but I want to talk about those fears because uh, so many people I've, I have hired, I don't even know how many salespeople over the years, hundreds, maybe thousands. I I don't know a lot, lot, lot telemarketers and, and salespeople and, and, you know, door to door and phone to phone and everything. And and so many people give up. So yeah. many people give up. It gets hard and they give up. You you start a business, it gets difficult and you give up. You start a business, you become overdrawn in your checking account, you can't make yeah. payroll, shit's hitting the fan and you give up and you yeah. and, and, and that
2: is usually I I believe that's when you're like you're getting ready to do this with
1: yes. your business. I mean,
2: are at the end of your rope, you got the last penny and you're thinking, Holy shit, I can't soak more money in this. Am I nuts? Because this business is I believe in what I'm doing. And I'm passionate about what I'm doing. That's usually when you either make the decision and you change your mindset and you're like, that's you gotta go through that wall. That's the big. That's the biggest thing. Like I love. That's what I love about your show, Ken. Breakthrough walls. Not only are you, you know, a website guru, designer, and I mean, I've seen some of the work that you've done, but you really are making an impact. Having people like me and Lisa Copeland and Sharon and all these people who, like, I'm, I'm not a multi-millionaire. I'm just got a big vision, and you got to think big and. Think really big if you want, and my biggest fear is always not being three steps ahead in my yeah. thinking process because I'm I'm a visionary. I that's where I live. Like, what are you gonna do this? Okay, well, how do I connect that to this, to that, to that? And what's happening in the market? And this makes sense. And now let's go. And, and then you gotta have the resources to do
1: it, right? Yeah. That's the thing. And that's that not being three steps ahead. I mean, you never know because you just don't, you might have the most innovative idea in the world. And there's some guy in a hut in Pakistan that has a way more innovative. Like it just has, you haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody in Pakistan lives in a hut. I'm not, I just, I'm just saying, I mean like some, you know, you just never know what's coming. And so, um, yeah. I think that that again, what you know what we were talking about a little bit ago when it comes to the fear stuff. It's yes, I have fear. We all have fear, right? And and life life is difficult. Scott Peck M Scott Peck wrote a book called the road less traveled. And I read this book. I've read it multiple times. It's one of my favorite books ever. And the, the most famous sentence ever in any book is the very first sentence in this book. And it's life is difficult period. And, and it's like, okay, well that's not very positive, but he's not saying like, Hey, be negative. He's Right. He's saying as yeah. soon, the sooner you accept that life is difficult, the faster and easier it's going to be to transcend the difficulties in life, right? Yeah. And and, and that's it's like you saying, Ken. Yes, of course I had fear. I'm walking around in a bar looking pregnant, and I'm actually carrying a camera. Like, right? What if somebody yeah. kicks my ass because of this? <laughs> like,
2: well, or if I get found out? Like, yeah. that's always, but that's not a fear of of inside. That's a fear of somebody's going to beat the. Out of me, right? Yeah. That's that here. But uh, yeah, like I think too, I think probably one of the biggest things that I've learned in this journey with extra credits is that the more I meet really successful, and I mean successful, I don't mean their bank account is successful. I mean successful is in business and in life. I realize that there is a, you know, you, you hear people say, oh, there's a commonality between successful people and it's only 3% of the world. And but there is. And, and I think the biggest thing is, is not there's not one person that I haven't talked to that's successful. And we hear this Warren Buffett says it all the time. It's an avid lifelong learner. You have to keep learning. And that's why I'm so passionate about extra credits because now I get to share that higher learning opportunities with the whole world at a price that they could never get anywhere else in the world. And that's, that's so awesome.
1: what really excites me about extra credits. That's that's so awesome. And you have literally you have some of the 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 world leaders in in yep. in their industries. I mean, if you want to learn how to become a public speaker, who would you call? Fripp. Patricia Fripp. And she's you yeah. she has courses on, on your platform, right? She does.
2: She has yeah. courses on my platform and then she has also she has her own platform as well. So um you know like yeah so online learning is is you know gonna grow and you know that ken yeah it's gonna grow like it's about right. to explode in what's happening and millennials eat it up like everybody eats it up but the differentiator for me is that mine's accredited and i'm accredited that's education, awesome. but not just for realtors or not just for massage therapists but I'm in multitude of industries, right. and one of the things that I recognized with extra credits was that I would have a coach that also was an HR professional that also had other certifications and licenses, yeah. and they needed to be able to cross industry. And the problem with the continuing education industry is that it's very lane driven, and there's no crossover between those those industries, and there needs to be.
1: Yeah. My wife is on here and she said Lisa you are bound for the stars. Ah. Uh,
2: yeah. Thank you, Jill. Yeah. Love
1: we, we love you. You know that. Um yeah, okay, so so, so I I know that there ha, there has to have been There have has to have been am I saying that right? Do you have any English teachers on your platform? I'm kidding. So <laughs> um <laughs> so so um the, the are there people that have reached out to you that uh, over the years that that have been stuck in life Oh yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. think that most most successful entrepreneurs we we get we get those calls, we get those emails, we get those instant messages, yeah. right? What do you think the biggest thing is um in in life that's, that's holding people back from, from, and I'm not talking about just bank account stuff. Although having a nice bank account, I'm not going to lie. It's, it, it beats having no bank account, right? Well,
2: it allows you to open doors and do things faster is what it allows you to do when you have right, a bank
1: account. Right, right. So what do you feel like is the, the thing that's holding most people back?
2: I, I, you know, I think it's twofold. I think first of all, they don't, they lack the support network to help them internally with the people around them. Because people around you, when you get to a certain level of success, they then say to you, and and I never used to believe this until I started being with really successful people, that everybody, you know, you look for your, your inner circle to help you. Now, I'm fortunate I have a really good, I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do have are friends. And they want me to succeed, genuinely want me to succeed. But I think part of the problem is is that the people around them aren't supporting their passion and their vision. I think that's one of the biggest things. And the second thing, I think, is fear of success, not failure.
1: Real Why it's, fear of success?
2: Because when you're successful, how do you handle that? How do you handle all the things that come with success? It's not just money, but it's everything else you know your lifestyle changes your home changes your family changes your friends change so many things change and people get afraid of that because they are afraid of change
1: yeah yeah i agree with you so yeah. so <clears throat> if somebody called you up and said said I- i'm i'm stuck my, my electric's getting shut off tomorrow. My car got repossessed last week. I, I, I'm, I'm being evicted or I'm losing my house. Things are, you know, I just can't figure it out. I don't know what the hell to do. What would you say to them?
2: That's a good question, Ken. I think probably the first thing I'd ask them is what do you want to do? because if they know what they want to do, then I would, and I mean to make money obviously, because they have to have a, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to be a photographer? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be? And then I think the next question would ask, them, okay, well, how can we do that? Because if that's what you want to do, then your actions will require you to do what you want to do. But if you just looking for any old job, you're right. not going to succeed. You know, words are one thing, but action is completely another. So I think
1: that's what I would ask them.
2: This this book. Trying to help them, obviously.
1: Right, right. But you're 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 onto something there with what you just said because the book that I was just talking about, Mastering Fear, um, in the very end of the book, he says, "Look, <clears throat> you're going to have fear. It's 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 natural, but yeah. fear." can be used to propel you, if you're crystal clear about what you want. You yes. have to be crystal clear, and then that yeah. fear can push you, that fear can help you get yeah. there. If you are not clear, that fear will hold you back. It'll kill yeah. you.
2: It'll kill you, and if you look at most successful stories, Oprah, I mean, there there is a, I mean, that yep. goes from, Fear of failure, fear of, there's, you know, but she was crystal clear on what she wanted. And she was at the bottom of the the barrel when she got to the top of her game, right? Like, so you look at all the most successful people. Those are the stories. They were skid, you know, they were on skid row. Grant Cardone, he's another good example of where was he, you know, if you read the book, Be Obsessed or Be Average, it's his story. I balled through the whole book. But it didn't ball because of his story. But it bought because some of the things that he said is things that I think and I believe and my fears. And I'm yeah. thinking, did he write this book for me, or did he? <laughs> a book? Like, what's going on here? It was crazy. Right. I remember telling my husband, like, "Holy shit, really. like, <laughs> yeah. that's this is crazy." Right. Like, and I've never met them at. I mean, I do business, and I, you know, I met Jared. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but I just think like, and and there's a commonality with everybody in yeah. that.
1: And that's the thing. I, again, when it comes like you, you're mentioning Grant and Oprah, and you know Tony Robbins, he talks yeah. about in in his book or in in his his journey, or 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 uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, or or anybody that you could like. Um, who's the woman that wrote the Harry Potter series? Like, um, oh, uh, yeah, her, yeah. I mean, she was living on food stamps on government assistance, and couldn 't pay her bills. She was like down to nothing now she 's one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest woman on the planet she's yeah. a multi billionaire j k Rowling thank you julia yes yeah. so so that is what that's that's the thing is like. You may be at the bottom. You may be at the lowest point in your entire existence on this planet. And all you have to do, it really is this simple, is you have to get clear on what you want. Once
0: you,
1: right? I think
2: so. Yeah, I think so. But then I think too, you have to get clear on what you want, but then you've got to actually do the work. Do the
1: work, yep.
2: you got to do the work. And it is a piss load of work. It's a but lot of But you got to be committed. You know you're very successful. You know how much work it takes you and Jill to run your business and your family and everything. Like it, It's work every day, but our kind of work isn't work. We love what we do. Right. So we get up in the morning every day like, "Woohoo, what's happening today? This is happening. Yeah. You know I I'm happier if there's a thousand balls moving because if ten balls are moving, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. But I
1: love it. Yes. I've had, but I, look, I'm not going to lie. Um, there's many days I, I've woke up and went, <laughs> I, I don't have that. You know, like, you want to
2: up, fall in bed and say, oh my God. I've had those days too where I'm like, oh my God, I'm curled up in the corner in a fetal position because I'm thinking, oh my God, what did I just do? I made a big mistake in my business. Now what? Right, But there's always a silver lining. I know Hank rode me hard on this one. He's like, of course you would find the silver lining and everything. Right, But it is because it's always a lesson learned. And if there you is. don't take that lesson and change your what you're doing and your actions, then
1: what's the point? It's true, though. You're right. I, again, you're a 1,000% spot on. So so let me ask you. I, can, I can't even believe that we've been on an hour. I know. I know. I, well, And it's funny because my husband says to me, he says,
2: well, what are you going to talk about for an hour? I'm like, I have no idea. And <laughs> I can't believe it. it's an hour.
1: Wait, hold it. What? We're not done.
2: <laughs> I can talk all day about business. I, I,
1: I know. Like,
2: everybody says, what books do you read? Uh, business books. Yeah. Like you don't read a thriller? Uh, no, I read business books.
1: No, Like, Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. you got to optimize every minute of the day. And then, you know, Coach Michael Burt. Love that You know, guy. I just found out that the man has a series for girls and boys on learning and how to overcome all the, like, you know, everything that he learned.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm buying it for the girls. I came home, I said, I met this man and this is this, this training and you guys are taking this training because these are the skills that you do not learn in school.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And he's, that dude is freaking awesome. I mean, he's awesome. So so when, so,
2: when says that that guy is a professional speaker he's got it going on and
1: she gives him the stamp of approval yeah. you know he's good Yeah he's he's unbelievable So how can how can you know this is going to go out on the binge binge TV network um where yeah. a lot of people will see this and and wonder who who both of us are Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. But um
1: yeah, who are these people? But yeah, let's. Yeah, they're
2: not uh, famous the and have all. We don't have all these accolades that everybody else has right. around. We're smart. We're pretty smart people.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you just keep pushing, keep trying. You know, someday right. we might get there. But how? How would everybody follow you? Uh,
2: so Lisa Patrick, uh, BFD, and there's a story behind that acronym.
1: Uh, B- yes, it is
2: what. You betcha, yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you the story because this is, this is kind of funny. So it was actually two stories to that. So one time, this is a few years ago, and I'm sitting with these two ladies, and they're highly educated, and they got like CPA, C after their name, right? The other one's got she's a chemical engineer, and all these a PhD, and da da da. am like, so what are yours? And I'm like, BFD. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm a <laughs> deal. That's fine. And and uh the uh, for my close few friends that I talked about that I have, um, there's a, always a joke going on. Like I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big deal. Like <laughs> just in my world, but I'm always a big deal. So anyway, so that became um my
1: That's credential. Awesome. I love it. I really, really love it. I'm going to steal that, in fact. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go for
1: it. Let's put it. it on EFDs. Yeah, right.
2: It, but, uh, yeah, so, and of course, it extra credits, XTRA credits. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all, all those lovely places. I'm not on Snapchat. I'll never be on Snapchat. And,
1: oh, yes, you, you know, will. I'm going to get you now, on Snapchat.
2: I my kids Snapchat. I'm like, I do not get that. I don't want it. I got enough ways of communicating. But how anyway,s you guys
1: want to bet? I can close her on being on Snapchat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on because I don't. Know you're gonna have a hard time on it unless you tell me I can drive revenue from it. Then probably will. <laughs> yeah, I
1: can show you how to drive revenue from it. So anyway, okay. well, listen. Thank you so much for being on. I cannot believe we're at the end of the hour. Um, thank you. I I know you're busy. You got a lot of balls in the air and I know you were traveling over the weekend. So, um, you know, thank you seriously for coming on, taking the time out of your schedule to be on. Is there anything else that you would like to, um, to share with the audience before we go?
2: believe in yourself and do the work because nobody else is going to and if you don't believe in yourself and you don't do the work you're not going to get whatever dream you are pursuing life or business
1: amen amen Mm -hmm. to that thank you to everyone who's been on here and and all the the facebook comments Everybody who shared, Lisa is sending $10 to each and every one of you. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke.
2: I am, I am but Jill's actually going to be the one who's going to foster that
1: whole $10. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That's awesome. So, no, thank you all. Really appreciate you guys being on here. You are all amazing. Lisa, thank you so much. Appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. See you guys later.